am I speaking to Pharrell? Because <laughs> this looks like the human race room. It's amazing. Yeah, it's my. I, I, it's it's basically. How's my sound? Your sounds. You sound beautiful. You sound like for. No, you don't sound like Pharrell, but like you sound beautiful, clean and crisp. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, living. Uh... In a spaceship. Yeah, well, I live in a remote spot that's like super green and natural. So like when I was in a city, my office was pretty like kind of rustic feeling and like, I don't know, lack of yeah. a word, like shabby chic. And now like I heard I'm you had this... meditation rooms and like crystals yes. and, and and everything that you heard that Google had. Right. Which was like <laughs> a workout room and and all these like bells and whistles like the Harry creative agency experience was just like LA, but in New York. There you go. I, I don't, is that a good, I, I, let's say Hawaii in New York, make it sound a little, a little <laughs> more chic, I think, but I, I don't know if LA is a comp. I don't know. Anybody who's from right. LA, no offense. I don't know if it's a compliment to be from LA. I don't know. <laughs> is it, is it cool to be fun? Was like during COVID? I feel like it was cool to be in, like, that was like the thing. Everyone was in LA and mm -hmm. I went back, but yeah, no, it was, um, no, I think it was just, I always have like, I always feel like there's a juxtaposition between like, there is, there really like is like city. Like for me, it was like, we were in Tribeca. Well, we were in Fidei and Soho and then Tribeca. And I like, you know, at, when I was at Havas, I had like a farmer's market, bring organic vegetables in from the Hamptons. Like I always wanted to like offset like that and it's always I've, and everything's always this tension like i had a record you know I, I play records but i have a social media agency and it's like this thing of like digital i i mean i'm constantly wrestling with the digital analog hence this office is like a white cube like i'm literally just built like a it's literally like well not a perfect square but like a white rectangular cube yeah are you standing up too you're standing yes. up aren't you standing right now yeah i gotta go up and down yeah i, I gotta, I love this. No one has done the pod elevated as you would speak. This well, I'm here to elevate the pod. That was that was actually you just <laughs> took the line. You just took the line right out of my mouth. I'm here to elevate. It, it looks um, like you're about to like drop a beat. That's what it's it's like. You look with like the mic. It's so, I, it's so funny you say that. I feel sometimes like yeah, exactly. Like I'm. This is like my stu. Well, I always envy, dude. I envy. So there is something magical. I don't know if ever been in in a studio with a recording artist, but like. There is something like creative about the studio, like coming from like design and marketing, advertising, like our studio, like the open, like, okay. When I first, my first job at Ogilvy Mather, I hadn't, believe it or not, I had an office. Like you walk in and you had like an office, I, not, I didn't have a window office, but like it was offices. And that was like before this was like 2000 this is before like the open office thing like took over. And right. I think there's something really awesome about the collaborativeness of an open office. Definitely. But when you think about music and like, a, everyone's, you listening. know, someone goes into the, the studio, it's like this like condensedness of energy and the board and you and the producer and you're going in a room and like, it's like a very, and like, so when I was working on this space, like, yeah, it was like literally you, to make a little studio, like my little studio to go in and just zone out and lock in. So, so no one has ever called you the Rick Rubin of marketing and advertising. <laughs> I, 
I don't, uh, I feel like I was Rick Rubening before. Well, no, Rick Rubening has always been Rick Rubening, <laughs> but like before he went on his like PR, like bender, like mm-hmm. of his like show and everything. So yeah, yeah, I guess I can, I guess I have that. I mean, he has a place on Kauai. Yeah. I have a place on Oahu. Mm-hmm. Oh, He's oh, in- I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he also had a spot too. So you guys, are yeah, he goes to Hawaii. Right? He goes to Hawaii. He's like, everybody, I feel like every, well, I think it's definitely more popular from LA for sure. Right. Right. It's so much. I mean, I think East coast people, Hawaii is like not as accessible because of the, the amount of time it takes to travel, but a lot of West yeah, coast people are people, like in helicopters going from like spot to spot. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, they're well. Yeah, Kauai is like definitely like the baller. It's the most, it's the the least inhabited, well, of the like populated islands. Mm, that's and, right. Um, so it's like, yeah, like that's where like I think Zuckerberg and Rick Rubin and like all these celebs have like estates where I'm kind of, I'm on the most populated island, but I'm the like one of the more least populated parts of the most populated island. So I can hop over to Honolulu, which has a really cool creative scene. So right. I can get over there and see people and still sort of be part of civilization please don't tell me you're also wearing an online ceramics tea i am <laughs> it's totally cool it's totally cool we love it it's, but it's, it's tied one it's it's ah. a specific, it's a very specific it's a very specific one not mm. that i pick well okay another thing so my my new company is called bright colors right i definitely wear a lot of color i think it's which is great thing. like well, that's no, the thing also, no the juxtaposition. The yeah, the other juxtaposition was just, you know, coming up in, as an art director and designer, like there was this thing of just like wearing all black was like kind of when I first started working, like the thing. I, I can't just... even imagine you in all black. That's the wild part. <laughs> like, yes, in New York, creative directors, art directors, yada, 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 the list goes on. Everyone's obviously dripped in black, but... I cannot picture you in black, in any form of black. Like, I want to gift you the Wear Many Hats merch, but it's, like, all black. And... I like the logo. I like the, I love the tote. I love the, I'll, I'll rock up the hat, the tote. I, I think it's, like, I like the <laughs> oh, zip which I the have. tote. <laughs> I totally have. Yeah, I got it, dude. We met in real life, dude. There you go. Have some more coffee. In all black. You're literally like, dude, I'm going to like your black headphones, black sweater, black and gray. Well, you're, it, you're it's black and matcha. I'm just matching the matcha right now. For some weird reason, this matcha smells like marijuana, which is kind of Ma- wild. Matcha also, dude. Matcha, yeah. matcha buddies. Matcha buddies. That's right. We got matcha together. I mean, wait, because you're off a of caf- You're off a of coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I was complete. Like I did. I did almost. Yeah. Over six months last year off of all caffeine and that was like a real really interesting journey and then yeah i went back because i was coffee i was drinking coffee um like twice a day and i no shade on coffee and actually all my holistic doctor like I've, i was trying to find a reason to, and like ever no one was hating on coffee the only like kind of physical challenge the coffee is that it dehydrates you and you naturally don't drink enough water like right. most people are ready so it's like you just have to drink so much more water. Right. So that was the only kind of critique. But to me, it was more of like a just stress and like it just I feel like I do I do love the ritual. I love rituals. I mm-hmm. like having rituals. I think it's important to like come back to things and like have consistency, especially as a creative I'm, person. With like I'm sure you have ideas. so m- many rituals. So many. 
<laughs> that one can well it's count. the problem it's like you sometimes i have too many rituals i feel like it's like i'm trying to live this like free-flowing life and it's like i can't be like ritualizing every moment but well I, I feel like rituals are lost in culture like we've we've given up you know we've you know rebelled against organized religion which which i understand right. why but we've not replaced it with anything no. besides shopping drugs like and social media uh, mushroom chocolates and and That's also true. i'm like one to talk about your online surround i'm not even throwing shade i'm also drinking out of like a brain dead nalgene water bottle oh so there you go like, there so you we're go. on the same page we're on the same <laughs> page um i see the shalom in the background i mean i don't usually you know think about people's religions or anything like i guess you grew up jewish no, well, I'll, well, the piece was uh, gifted to me from my friend Typo, who's an artist in Miami, and he and it's, I just his work aligns with like my whole bright colors vibe, and okay. obviously he's cool. But no, that, that it's kind of ironic. So my name's Harry Bernstein. Um, I go by Harry B. Right. But I wasn't raised Jewish, so it's there's definitely it's actually another there's a lot of like confusion here going right. right? Like I'm on Zoom with this like crazy rig with a mic like on an acre of land in Pupakea, like growing trees at my door. So it's, and then I have a Shalom piece of art, but I wasn't raised Jewish, but I have mm. a Jewish name. So yeah, I was, I'm, my mom is Italian. So you take, so I was, you know, I'm kind of Italian and my grand and my grandmother was Irish. And my grandfather was, uh, was a Russian Jew and he, so the religion didn't travel down to me. So mm, yeah, that's another, yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, if people see me like Harry Bernstein looking like me being from New York, right. Talking right. With my hands. I that's definitely get mistaken. Jewish. Yeah. 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 But we, we love, we, we love that. We love that. But you're, if so if you're not practicing three days, I'm going to say you have your rituals. You're not against religion. Um, no. What's your, what's your, what's your, go to now yeah oh well um yeah i mean i i can't say that i'm like a practicing buddhist but i'm mm -hmm. obviously attracted to buddhism i've mm -hmm. I have people in my life that are involved in buddhism and like that philosophy kind of enters my like psyche a lot and i think beautiful i think that's kind of been helpful i meditate on a regular basis i, I thought so i studied transcendental meditation or took the course or whatever, like seven years ago. So I've pretty much been, well, no, it was eight years ago now. Wow. Eight years ago. And I, I, I've done that. Like some people just take a break. I've like done that. You're supposed to do it twice a day. I'm not actively like twice a day is harder for me, but like definitely at least, I mean, at least once a day, like I would probably right. say of this, of the eight years, like 95% of the time, like it's very rare. Right. I miss like miss that. That's like my, part of my morning my morning for sure well how's the breath work are you part of wim hof or are you doing the whole ice baths like so yeah god i'm gonna sound like i don't know without like it's i'm just gonna i feel like online i like talk about myself out loud yo i, mean, I, I used did... to do the wim hof breathing exercises um for anxiety and i loved it i i loved doing it i followed it so closely and but the i for you know ice baths i don't take ice baths but i did the whole hot and cold thing in the shower and it just rejuvenates me i mean how i'm saying me talking about this and how this isn't close to being like well i mean wellness and everything but 
I believe in it. I love it. It shocks the body, it shocks the system. So, you know, you I don't worry. Everyone, everyone's no one's gonna come after you. No, I, well, actually, I don't do Wim Hof, but I do do I, I do and I did do a cold plunge. Uh, my neighbor has a, a oh, sauna. Nice. Nice. A sauna and a, a nice wood burning sauna and a ice bath. So last night I took, you know, it was I just I took a couple of days off last week for for spring break for my kids. So I was like, I had to get That's back sweet. in the zone. So I just jumped in and took a cold plunge reset. Uh -huh. I had, obviously had the podcast this morning, wanted to be on point and clear so yeah right. that was that, that i guess that's one of my rituals too what about red light therapy do you do that no i don't do red light therapy i don't do and also just for the record i don't do any drugs too that's another mistake i think i definitely give off like the psychedelic like well people okay i have the my energy people think i'm on cocaine right my my kind of i don't i never thought that one bit but you know well, the the message boards go crazy and then the saying. beard and the vibe and the whole thing, everyone's like, oh, you must like be on like some psychedelic trip. No, I'm like, I'm definitely trying to have a relationship with reality. Like that's right. been my journey in life right. where I feel like for some, whatever reason, like I've always questioned mm -hmm. reality and not been able to like completely be into it. So I'm like doing the opposite. Like I meditate to my to be like, okay, I want to be in this thing and understand it. And I'm not, and again, I have a lot of friends who um leverage psychedelics for, you know, to, to like, you know, oh, totally. and, yeah. And to understand life. But it's just my yeah, my path is the I'm like, I'm not trying to go that way. I'm trying to go this way. And yeah. So with your arms, you just did Western and Eastern. So not Western medicine, but Eastern medicine. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I saw that. Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Desire where we talk about your main gig then we talk about your side hustle. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. WMH and Desire is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Harry Bernstein also known as Harry B is the founder of Bright Colors. I met up with Harry at the Tommy Hilfiger offices to meet in real life, see him in action, directing a shoot, meet a few members of his team, then see what mutuals we have. Of course, it's friend and guest of the show, Justin Mariano. Harry, before that, founded the 88, Annex 88. Harry has wild thoughts, surprisingly, today on Casual Mondays. Two new shows he's been producing in Hawaii. Please welcome Harry B. Bernstein to wear many hats. Thank you. Wow. That's nice. That's it's, cool. you know, it's clean, clear, you know, simple. I could just be dropping so many, <laughs> you know, We've, but we covered it. We covered it before. <laughs> we covered it. We covered the other hats. How many hats? No hats. Many hats. Yeah, so many hats. Can you even wear a hat with all that hair? 
I do sometimes. Like, yeah, I, I've had I've actually had hat phases in my life, and mm-hmm. it's one of my friends was like, "Dude, you have such epic hair. Why do you wear hats?" I just was like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like just to change it up. I've I've had hat phases, but no, right now very little, very little hat. Like more utility if it's like really sunny and I could keep the sun in my eyes vibe. I'm right. like working in the yard or something less right. like a, a a style and vibe thing. Yeah, my hair just kind of does its own thing. You know, I love that we connected, but you've said so many kind and kind words about the podcast, and I'm very appreciated. Like, tell me why you love the Wear Me Hat show so much. Well, first of all, there was I pitched. Back in and 88 days, we, mm-hmm. we had a whole strategy of like, we call them like slashies, like people that were like this slash that. It was like, so I think it was like, there was bloggers and like right. bloggers had to be like, we are like a blogger and we cover like fashion or we cover like wine or we cover sports. And then there was this like slashy evolution where people were like, there I'm was. this slash that. Yeah. And I, and I was like, I, I, I appreciate, no, of course I appreciate, and I remember writing that strategy a while ago and I appreciated it. And I kind of like, it, it became such a norm that I didn't really think about it. And then when I saw there were many hats, I was like, I really, it just resonated with me and brought me back to that place. And I think, I don't know. I, when I think of the, I remember when I was in school and I first saw the Eames and I was like, oh, wow, they're like designers, but they make furniture, but their home is so beautiful. And like, they make films. And I was like, how do they do all that? And then I mm-hmm. just realized that like, yeah, if you are like being a creative is just wearing many hats. Like it's not like you're not, I don't think, I think if you're like truly creative, like you have to wear many hats, like you're going to be interested in many different things. And do That's true. Things. That's very true. That's true. And you know, to hear from you that has been in the game for quite some time, that just means a lot. And yeah, the slashies, I mean, that's slashies is kind of funny to say, because I guess that was like synonymous with like influencers back then, you know, it just sounds like. And it was also like your bio, the bio was like, right. It's like, yeah, like it was like, you know, blogger slash photographer right. slash like, you know, environmentalist slash. So it was like the actual, like they had like a, so I was like kind of the thing, but I, I definitely like where many hats is way more articulating. That is so much more interesting and like kind of, yeah. And, and then listen to the show. I think the, so for those who don't know, I live in Hawaii now. I was born in New York and raised in New York and worked in New York for my majority of my career yeah yeah like connect i know my office is in soho and i was like kind of in the mix of things like Mm -hmm. it's really nice to listen to your show and just yeah get that flow of energy like i think that's yeah social media had a promise of like connecting us and creating communities and obviously it's gotten a lot of bad press and you know it can be highly addictive and can kind of drain your creativeness and i think shows like yours like or that idea of yeah like introducing inspiring someone who's creative around other people who are creative so that that i think is a good vibe and it it just feels really natural and and not contrived or you're like trying to like sell something no we're not selling anything not selling anything but does it remind you of home since you're in hawaii yeah, no, I think that's, that is, yeah, it reminds me of, yeah, it reminds me of everything good about New York. I think people can always, oh, New York is this, New York is that, LA is this, right, you know, right, right. like, 
but it's like and the core of it i think every great place for me are the people and like there is a really powerful creative energy always has been in new york and that yeah so where i live is really famous for surfing um i do surf i was about like to that. ask i was about to ask i mean i mean of course it's known for surfing but do you do you surf every day um i surf regularly but yeah i'm not a big wave surfer i'm more like i i wouldn't call myself a surfer i think i, I think i've heard enough that i surf like mm -hmm. here it's like you know like it used to be a thing too it was like i take pictures but i'm not a photographer like kind of thing like oh man we that's <laughs> everyone and me of course i so say that, that all the time where yeah i get in the water regularly i like the longboard i'm not like here you know the waves can get really really big and people <laughs> people do pretty amazing i mean yeah there's some really inspiring people who can i mean it's i mean the eddie i mean i have this image behind me of the eddie cow which happens when the waves hit 50 feet at waimea and yeah guys paddle into 50 foot waves this mm -hmm. this year it was it, it hasn't happened for i think seven years it just happened a couple months ago and uh this guy luke who i'm not friends with but he's a lifeguard he won wow yeah, he, yeah it's pretty pretty epic it's i mean it's like crazy to see that's terrifying balls. that's balls that's that takes so much balls and wow yeah. So, but I think, yeah, to me, I can't compare. I, I wish I could, I wish I could metaphorically say there's something in my life that can compare to paddling into a 50 foot wave. There isn't, but I have to say every time I start a new creative project, it's definitely like paddling over the lip of a wave that I'm a little uncomfortable with. I right. always feel like I'm going to fucking wipe out. Like every time I get a brief, uh -huh. no matter how many, I mean, I've been doing this now for like, you know, 23 years of course, like tackling briefs and I've. I have a track record of, 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 of being able to come up with good work. I always like my mind goes blank and I go, Oh my God, like, this is the one, like, I can't, I can't crack this one. It's going to, I'm going to fail. Like, but you crack it, but you crack it. I guess. Every yeah. Time. Well, I, it's, it's the same thing. It's like you pat and then you go from thinking mm -hmm. and then you have to go to lack of a better word, reacting. Right. And in the reacting instinct kicks in and yes like i'm i'm naturally creative like i can't force myself to be creative it's like thinking about breathing like i start to hyperventilate if i think about it if i think about being creative or try to be creative or try to think of an idea it doesn't come you have to like let go and the idea appears so it's like it's this again these juxtapositions and that's why i think the meditation and the 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 the, the ashwagandha idea. no i'm just kidding <laughs> But no, you got to like let go for the idea to appear. It's like, I don't right. know. Like, so like, is a creative person like talented or are they just able to like see these ideas appearing? Like, well, okay. Okay. So my philosophy comes with thing. I do believe in craft. I studied design, graphic design. Mm -hmm. And when I mean, I said, like I studied typography. I, I studied this, this guy, Michael, Michael Ian Kay, who is, is a well-known designer in the book jacket space back then. But now he's, 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 worked at multiple agencies you can google him he's super amazing and i learned a lot from him and i studied like typography and really the craft of design and i do believe like i do believe people everyone has ideas whether you label yourself as a creative but right the, the responsibility of a creative is to be able to craft an idea right like i could i could have an idea right now for this yeah like amazing something 
but if I can't craft it to express it, to make it like, so in that crafting, there has to be a little bit of design, maybe right. some writing, you know, be able to have like ref, you know, un- recognize and curate references that can kind of bring it together. Right now, my life is pretty much decks more than anything, but like building out a deck. Yeah. Decks, man, they're the bane of our existence as designers or creatives, but I mean, it's, it makes sense. You know, and you growing up on type typography, we're also in the typography space. Friend and guest of the show, Christian Schwartz of Commercial Type, we collaborate with him all all the time. He's best friends with me, and so I feel like it always starts from typography more than anything. Honestly, yeah, no, I think the fact, yeah, if there's definitely a foundation to good design. I definitely think it's you're learning your ABCs all over again. That's what it kind of feels like. Yeah, whenever I see, a, whenever I look at an art director or designer's book, yes, it's always cool to see like, oh, they did this amazing record cover or like they did this cool freak. I always try to find like the most basic thing in their book and see if they actually like were able to set a paragraph, right? Like right. sometimes it's like you see all these dynamic kind of things, but then you get into like something that has a little bit of copy in it and it's just like, Bleh! and you're just like, okay, like right. to me, like if that's where it all falls apart and you know, the, the magic is in the subtlety of all things to me. Like it is right. that, I think that's that nuanceness. And I think sometimes that's where I have a little challenge with culture right now where I feel like, and I, and it is, I do blame, you know, everything having to be fit in a little square on your phone that has to be slightly exaggerated to stand out. Cause you lose subtlety a little bit in that. Right. Like, you know, the power of podcasts are doing this cool is like you kind of like zone out and listen. Right. So it's like, you know, I think we flipped it from like a picture is worth a thousand words to like a podcast is worth a thousand images. You know what I mean? Like, or a of million course. images. And that's, I can just zone. That's crazy that you brought that up that like, yeah, after every project, it just like somehow has to be fitting in a square. It's like, we finished the project, but like, how do people actually like know about the project? It has to go straight to social and like fit in a square. It's so bizarre, right? That's like the final boss. Yeah. And it's really, yeah, it's like how to, how to express yourself and, and it pushes towards, yeah. Like, I think it pushes to exaggerate, you know, instead of chasing the subtleties of like, the beauty and subtleties um it really focuses on ex- you know kind of accentuating exaggerating moments and those are the things that oftentimes go viral and can be more fun and entertaining right and i'm not dissing all those things but yeah i came from a world of like yeah like super like yeah i would when I, I i started book jackets at little brown under michael and we would do a book jacket and just the title of the book would take us like a week to set the type and he would right. like correct like just the t- i'm not like yeah we would just be working on like three words for a week right. like you know and it was like you know pretty it was meditative it was definitely like yeah i mean i think there is a meditation in a zone of being designed i think that's the one thing i can compare if i was gonna have a metaphor between surfing and art directing design and being creative and then going back to that music thing we spoke at the beginning about the having your studio it's the zone like yeah like you get scared i get i get the brief i get scared and then it's like locking into that zone right where even if there's music on it's kind of quiet 
and then like ideas start happening. And then to me, it's like deciphering, like, oh my God, sometimes I do think like, oh my God, it's the greatest idea ever. And sometimes it's just like, because you're in that zone, like things can seem a little bit more awesome than they are. And then when I do hit that awesome thing, then I need to come out of that zone and then find like a peer to be like, is this as good as I think it is? Or am I just like completely like in this world of my own that is like being super psyched because ideas just look, so, feel so good when you have them. Like, am I just high off of, of ideas? And like, no, I think you got, I think you got something there. Right. Kind of like, no, I think you got something there. Go with right. it. Go with it. Right, right, right. But that's, that's the thing. It's like, that's what uh, a lot of creators or social media people or designers just like talk about when, when they have an idea, just go with it. That's what they always say now. You know, it was never taught back then. Like I, this morning when I was getting coffee, me and my friend were talking about how like back then we were taught that like, oh, art makes no money. That's bullshit today. You know, art makes the most money. Like every corporate company wants their new term of art is content, which is makes me so sick. And so like back then, it's just like everything that they told you is like completely wrong. It's kind of like... You know, you do. You, do you need school? Like for some, yes. For others, no. And I don't know. Like, but art right now is just like superior. Yeah, no. I mean, I do think. Yeah, what? Yes, we could talk about the challenges of social media and how hard it is to fit everything into a you know. A Wait, speaking rectangle. of social media though, and like this whole and you know, we, me and you, we have our like ups and downs with it. Yo, like the algorithm influencers content what do you make of this new world like again getting coffee too this morning in prospect heights i saw this owner with a cute dalmatian and some other guy came up to me and this guy he was like i follow you on instagram to the owner of the dalmatian and i've like never seen him in my life on on the feed then my friend tells me that she has seen him on the feed and i was like i've never seen him a day in my life honestly it looked like an evan mock rip so i was just like this guy's like famous and I have no idea. Usually I'm like really good with like faces and like I'm up to date with quote unquote culture. And then like another time I went to see Suzanne and who stole the show at halftime was another TikTok influencer that the girls went crazy over. But I was like, no shade. But why are you above me in the nosebleeds if you're famous on TikTok? So what <laughs> what's going on? You know? I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it's a lay. I mean, okay, so before social media, um, th there were gatekeepers of culture and right. I think, and they were curators and a lot of them were editors of magazines or editors of, you know, or host of shows. Right. And it was, we were at the mercy of those people. And I think there was something powerful at that time. I mean, in it, you're like, I want to, you know, I'm very, like, there is again, this, yeah, like rebelliousness of being a creative person, being like, we don't, I don't want to be told what's cool, or I don't want to be, you know, be at the mercy of these gatekeepers. So, mm. you know, I was rooting for bloggers. I was rooting for, uh, you know, opening up the the world of curation, and like, yeah, I, I believe I believe in democratization of it, and I think there's a lot of power to it. I mean, we're it living is. in it, right? Like this show is the power of, right? Like you can start a show. And the people that vibe with it jump in and we we give our time, we do the show, we right. share, share the show and it's awesome. But then also, yeah, like 
we hit the broadest point. Like, unfortunately, because social media, it was cool when social media was like, I'm holding my hands like this big instead of like as big as the world now, because what happens now is we are at the mercy of like no curation, right? Like people heading towards the broadest point because that's where we're out of culture, right? Like, yes, there are these pockets. We're living in a pocket of the internet right now that is culturally driven. But the broadest point, if you're going for millions and hundreds of millions of followers, you have to do the broadest things. You have to do the most outlandish things. You have to, it, it's, 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 the, it's beyond pop culture. It's just pop without the culture. And that to me is really, can be hard because I feel like people watered things down and people lean into like clickbaity things. And it's like, if you become at the mercy of trying to be everything to everyone, you know, that all is at not, once. yeah, all everything, to everyone, all at once, that's the failure of the internet. So I think to me, I'm in smaller community, tighter groups, curation and, and, and celebrating people like you who are, you know, curating and finding and gathering a certain thing. And it's not that, and I obviously connect with your thing. If someone does connect with your thing, then they don't have, they don't have to watch it. Right. In the past no. we were stuck and we had to find, there was only a couple of people. So it was actually easier. It was, it was harder. Everything like, oh, like, must've been so hard to be cool. It was like, no, it was a little easier. Cause it's like, you want to know music. You just got like Rolling Stone or Spring magazine. And they had the best editors and writers in the world writing right. that music. And you just got it from like, what, like you could just find, or like, yeah, like, they were magazines and it was like, there was less and it was easier. Now it's like, yeah, you kind of have to do your own homework. You have to fight the algorithm to find the things that you, that really resonate and then support them. And I think that's the responsibility we have now of supporting them, sharing them and making right. sure that like, instead, again, we, we do share when think when someone passes that we care about, that's, that goes viral. Of course, we're expressing like, you know, like, you know, you know, the passing and, 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 and respect for those people. But like, I think other responsibility is sharing the cool stuff and the curation and those, those things that are interesting. So cool stuff is that's amazing that you brought up cool stuff because cool is so subjective and friends and guests of the show cool stuff. NYC just did a profile on me that just came out recently and now I'm part of the cool stuff universe. So, okay, I guess I'm cool. I never really thought of myself cool. Like, and this podcast that is cool. I just did it just to like do a service to the creative community. But cool is very subjective to me. And just to hear that I'm quote unquote cool now, I don't, I think I'm just like some, another guy, but that's really, I guess, nice to hear from them and and others but like yeah whatever i post on the feed i don't like people tell me that they love my feed because of how aesthetically pleasing it is and i'm just like yeah i'm not even gatekeeping this like you know it's all film photos it's just my eye you're looking in my this is what i see and i'm sharing it out into the world but you think that's cool i guess like thank you but well i think i think you said something cool i think i think what's certain overlooked and i think when okay so people who have challenges with social media it's like i don't want to do social media like i know people have businesses and they're like oh, i just don't want to go down and brag about what i have and like i'm like right. yeah that is the problem with social media and that, that is, like, is the, the broadest point of social media right. but i think you said it like you built this to do a service i think service 
and community community to be part of a community you need to do something you need to be of service to that community right right and i think people often overlook that they and do. true community and i think service is cool and that's why i even started casual mondays is like i yeah like cool 10 years ago when i started my agency was yeah i being in soho you know being very cool. You know, being out and about, hanging with like, you know, new artists coming up and, you know, the ASAP Rockies and all the cool people as they were like building their careers and like being in right. there. And now cool to me is like, I've done a lot and sharing, I'm hoping like casual money is like helping creator creatives and creators like start their own businesses. Cause I mm -hmm. think freedom is cool and freedom is working for yourself in the end and having the power to make your own decisions. So. Working for yourself is a great feeling. It is. It is a great feeling. It Anyone can do it once they build their, their clients, but it, it takes a long, it's a long journey. You know, it always starts from somewhere. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I think it starts for me. It started, I mean, I'm literally sort of halfway unemployable. Like I just think I'm not good at being an employee. So like, that's mm -hmm. why I had to become an employee. <laughs> but, but besides that, I think it's, yeah, I mean, wow, it is hard, but, but I, but I also remember when I was a kid, I had a, the, my friends were the, my friends who were creative. And a lot of times they were in back then it was graffiti was, was the creative outlet. Like they were unemployable and they, a lot of them honestly like yeah like kind of got into like unions and blue, like they didn't really this is before the social media and the internet like now like yes like you kind of said like creativity like you can become a creator you can or create an agency and build a career and that's another like one up for the internet and social media like you know you can be a creative you could you know and the, like you said like i come from like a, a queen's blue collar like it was like yo, my God, being a creative artist, like you can't make money. You need to get into like business. Like, and, you know, obviously I was able to leverage, you know, just, I didn't go to business school, I went to art school and my parents supported me. Shout out to my parents, obviously, to, to, and taking faith in that. And I was able to build a career and build a business and sell a business and work in another big company and now start a new business and help nonprofits. And I've been able to like leverage my creativity to support myself. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to do with Casual Mondays is just try to like, to be service of the creative community because it's given me so much. It's given me a life and my family a life. And yeah. I've been able to do a lot of awesome things and see and meet awesome people and still happening. Right. Like it hasn't ended and that's bright colors. It's like starting again. And like, like you said, it is hard, even with all my experience, it's like right. hard because you always want to, I don't know for me, like I'm not a good at repetition. Right. Like, I don't know. Some creatives are really, I've, really good at a specific style and they've like evolved it and crafted it and like i respect them so much because i'm always like fucking it up and starting over like i'm like a like i'm a builder not a like i, I don't know like a start over or that's the right. name. that's my podcast would be called start over -er. <laughs> again also shout out to parents you know currently right now <laughs> apparently a lot of people are re-watching the hbo series girls and Obviously, that show is like about parents supporting these girls' like lives in like New York City. I think it's just really interesting that there is no um, guys. <laughs> so you're gonna start guys. There, so dude, I'm gonna start guys. You know, <laughs> dude, go for it. Start. I mean, that's that's that's. I mean, that you see an opportunity. Like that's it. You you've been inspired to see it. <laughs> I I think that 
you and you know there's a lot of people in queens that you know we got angela obake from awake you know oh, queens, yeah. is, queens is queens is queens get the money right yeah tremaine tremaine's from queens from tremaine's from queens yeah a lot of queens a lot of uh, yeah i mean run dmc's from queens right. queens yeah no we had uh, you know ramones anthrax um yeah we have we've had a creative yeah it's a weird little pocket of creativity that yeah i i ronnie feig ronnie feig ronnie feig's from queens like i I I I think I've kind of I don't know what it is like they have, I feel like that's one thing also I respect about that the, all those all those creatives that they like really go back to their foundation and represent it I feel like I'm like totally representative like the worst I mean obviously besides my family still being there and I go there I mean when you saw me I was staying like when you if you see me in the city I'm most likely still crashing you know I, when I visit home now I try to spend time with my parents so I crash my house in Queens and I'm mm -hmm reliving my like high school where i'm like taking the train to the city and like redoing it sometimes obviously I uber sometimes too but yeah like <laughs> um yeah queens is like the foundation of it all but you know i've i don't know i've again i'm not good at like rip, i just always starting over you know like right just, but you don't, yeah like you said you don't you don't give the like all of the not downfalls but when all these big names start getting to this point where they get start getting like all this negative press and because they're asking for outlandish things such as like i don't know if you've been catching up with the art world and their demands for like what they need for certain things for their lifestyle and like their hiring processes or anything like that you're not asking for like the most outrageous thing um and I don't know, it doesn't seem like, like you're, you have a company that, that has, that just like hires influencers to like, you know, be like the face for their company or anything like that. Like, you know, like, I know I sound like I'm shading everyone, but I'm not, but. <laughs> no, you're saying, you're saying this is what's going on in the media right now more than I think you're, it's not, this is not your opinion, right? You're kind of saying this is like what's. Um, no, this is also my opinion. I mean, I'm also with, I mean, the media just says, the media just definitely puts out all the negative stuff, which is kind of funny, but I also see it too as well. Like I see a lot of creative studios that hire people that are, that are definitely not qualifying that are just, that have this like face that it is just known in the online or whatever but can they actually like do the job it's like whatever so yeah i mean so i mean that's another th i think if we want to get to the subtle level of all these conversations i think so i've early on in the 88 i hired back then they were like instagram photographers and i would bring people on but right. my intention hold on one second hold on a second is that your kid yeah hold on but like, what was my intention? And again, I think this intention of like collaboration and like, it was a mutually beneficial situation, right? Like they wanted to learn from my experience and like, I wanted, and I was inspired by their ability to, yeah, like build a craft. A lot of them were, weren't trained, like didn't go to school, art school or photography school. And they were like, so I was inspired by like just pure talent. 
they right. wanted to experience. And a lot of them built their careers at the 88, like, and have either started agencies or became creators. So I think there is, there's a subtlety in that of like intention, right? Like, are you doing service and bringing some new community or are you just taking for a community, right? Like the, the old phrase was culture right. culture. You know what I mean? Like, you oh can't, yeah. You can't like suck. You can't just like take from culture and then, um, hold on, I have to unlock no, it. You can, ha- you can have them on the podcast. You can talk oh, yeah, to them. Come say hello. Yeah, we we love kids on the Wear Many Hat Show. Love them. Say hello. Hi. Hi. Are you also wearing? Hello. hello. Are you also wearing online ceramics too? You have a great no, tie dye T shirt. No, he's cool to me. He made this tie dye. You made so it. This is like. And what are you about to do? What are you about to play? Mm, uh, video game. What we'll video game? Video. What what game? Prodigy. It's actually nice. a it, in his defense, in my defense as a parent, it's a learning game. So I don't like I don't we we're 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 battling we're fighting technology. Well You're not right. fighting it. We're trying to organically put technology into our kids' lives in like mm. a healthy way. So in a healthy like, way. Yeah. It's hard, yeah, right? Like, well this this game is like you have to answer questions. I have I have to work now. So just I don't know that one. Just do um Prodigy. So Prodigy you have to like answer like math questions right. and then like, so it like at least there's like an educational spin. That's there. good. Like, they're not just you know, so it's like understanding that yeah, like I said, I think it's the subtlety of anything. It's like, is there a mutual so like, even using social media, right? Are you right. just like zoning out and like swiping right. and like it start like at first it could be like First, it's like inspiring. Then it gets exciting. Then it just starts to take, right? right. Then, you, then you put in your phone and you're like, well, why do I feel like, yeah, like I have like a mo- emotional and mental indigestion, right? It's right. like eating, it's like eating fucking fast food, right? It's like, I right. feel like, meant, right? Or am I like going there with intention to like share what I'm doing and then connect with people that are up doing things that I want to do connect with, then I can feel good after social media. Right. Like, so the same thing, you know, it's like, uh, like, I think how we relate with technology is super important. I think I don't believe in no technology, but I, but again, I think that's the other, why I live in Hawaii. It's like, I really need to have that juxtaposition of like being able to jump in the ocean after being on zoom all day or, you know, things like that. So hold on one second. I have to log him in right now. (laughs) You know what I think is interesting is that our me and a couple of friends were talking about how when you're a kid, like you can't help being enough of baby. So like <laughs> I mean, if your kid wants to start his own agency because you know he's got so much inspiration from you, you can't help that. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, I think. And also, yeah, I mean, like, your friends that worked um, at the agency with you a long time ago and then creating their agency right after, that's kind of, like, nepotism adjacent. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, here's the thing, and defensive of a, of, of a nepo baby is <laughs> you can leverage relationships all you want, but right. if you're not good, it's not, it's, the, the public is going to, in the end, the public's going to, like, like, I don't care who shouts you out. Like, right. like, if your dad's a famous musician and your music sucks, no one's going to listen to it after he shouts you out. Or Dude, if your no. mom is a famous, you know, actress and gets you apart right. and like you suck in the film. So in the end, it's like, 
yeah, I guess they got that in the first place. And right. yeah, I mean, I didn't have those situations. And I, I actually, I have gratitude that I had to fight my way up. Like that fighting to the top, like fighting my way through it and like not having nepotism gave me my superpower like that. Right. Like, so almost like, it's like harder. It's it's like, I, I didn't have anyone to like, I, I just, I like had to pave my own way. So it's like, right. But you're right. Like people who started agents with me, obviously they started, they go, Oh, I used to work at the 88. And at that time probably had a great reputation. And I worked at Harry B and they probably had a great reputation and people would call me for recommendations. And I was fortunate to have a lot of great people to work with me and I'd give them reputation. So right. I guess you could say nepotism too, that, you know, that they, they had opportunities that other people didn't, but you know, if you're not in the end, if your art is not resonating with people, it's, you're still in the same place as everyone else. Exactly. I also want to talk about going back to you saying that you shoot photos, but you don't call yourself a photographer. Right out of the gate, imposter syndrome that we all have, it's, you take beautiful photos, you know? So like, it's, it's hard to be like saying that you're not a photographer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird, I, yeah, I think it's, well, okay. My, one of my mentors said anything that you don't get paid for as a hobby. So I guess maybe, yeah, I could be a photographer. I don't really get paid for photos. I mean, I have been paid for photos in the past, but like, I don't put that out there. So maybe that's, right. maybe that's a better thing where I don't like identify cause I'm not trying to, but yeah, I, I do. I do enjoy taking photos. I used to, I used to really, I right now I'm battling between the phone and I, and a camera again. And I feel like, the phone is so good now, but it's, I don't really get the same feeling. I know me too. I don't get the same feeling too. I already bought this recently, the same camera that I've been shooting since 2018, which is a contacts T3, same color in black. And even though contacts is not even a company anymore, people just like love the photos I shoot with that. Sure. It's the Carl's ice lens. Sure. It could be me in the back, just like operating this whole thing. But at the same time, I, it's all about that feeling of me going to get all these photos developed in high res at my favorite Photoshop. And I just think that like this feeling that I, the thrill of it, of shooting film for me, it's just not the same as shooting digital. And I love shooting digital too. And I love shooting photos on my phone as well. But this whole thing about me calling calling myself a photographer, I think I've now accepted it and leaned in that like I am a photographer since I do get paid to shoot sometimes. But yeah, I love that. No, but I, I, so that's the subtlety again. I come back to this thing called the, so the subtlety of when I have an idea sometimes... And I'm like, fuck, that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Got to get this one down. Right. And then I present it. Love it. And the client will say, fuck, that's it. Right. Like that there. So it's like our art is like a vehicle for that feeling. So I think oh, that yeah. is the thing, right? Like if you're having that feeling in the photo, right. Like and the process and it still excites you, mm -hmm. then that will come through and the subtle to people that are connected to that subtle thing. So I think that right. is the, that is the secret of art. So to me, sometimes it's, and that's where the self-reflection process of being an artist and recognizing that and where we all started, it's like, what, yeah, what is a creative person really like if, you know, we have act right now, we have AI so we can like generate anything we want, 
right? Like, where does the artist go? And it's like, it's still that feeling. Like, to me, it's like, when I get that feeling, when I'm taking a photo, when I get that feeling, if I'm like, you know, drawing something on my iPad or like making a piece or that feeling when I'm doing casual Mondays, like when I'm doing that thing and I'm like talking to the camera, like there's moments where I just feel like, wow, like th that's a different feeling. That's like, wow, I'm like, I'm sharing. Yeah, I'm just sharing this thing and it feels good to share what I've right. done with people at scale. And, you know, I do it one-on-one. -on -one. I do a lot of, yeah, I always help people out if they want a one-on-one. -on -one. Like, yeah, like I mentor people all the time, but like at scale, like I just think that feeling feels good, you know? And, and I think that's another one that's really underrated. It's like, you know, and I think can be overseen. I mean, there's obviously that random act of kindness, social media thing where it's like, oh, this person took a guy out for dinner who was homeless or something, or, you know, like these oh, yeah. moments, you know what I mean? That are like, cool, but like true altruism where it's just like, right. It feels good. So when I'm about six months ago, I was the crossing guard at my kid's school. So I would, I would get up oh, that's early, very sweet. do a bunch of calls. Uh, my friend who was the crossing guard had, had some medical issues. So I was stepped in and I was doing it for like three months. And like, that was my break in the day. And I would do the crossing guard. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and it was like, I felt more inspired and creative when I got back, like just, I wasn't getting paid. It was just, I was just no. volunteering, but it felt really, I don't know. I don't know. I think the, how personal altruism is really inspiring. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't get creative, that film, my creative you know? process. Yeah. My creative process. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. See, that's what we love on Wear Many Has, the wholesome volunteering <laughs> community <laughs> all together. Well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some just our Wear Many Hats solutions. Would you do a Wear Many Hats casual Mondays, bright colors, just our crossover some episode sometime? Yeah. So me coming to Hawaii when we'll shoot this all in real life. Dude, let's, I'm always welcoming people to the island to get, I mean, I do recommend, I mean, I do recommend if you, as much as I love, I always say New York City is my favorite place to return to. Like you have to leave New York to be inspired by it. So whether it's coming here, shooting here in Hawaii or meeting me in LA, or when I come back, I come back usually June and July when the kids are off. So maybe come out to Hamptons and doing a little vibe, but yeah, I want to, um, I'm going to evolve casual Mondays to start to interview people and like get more, like open it up past, you know, cause obviously my influence from other people and connecting with people is what, you know, is, is in the, is in my process. So I'd right. love that. No, that would be beautiful. Okay. So um, wear many hats will come stay with you in the Hamptons and in Hawaii. Don't deal. I love that. Dude, I, I'm getting a pull-out couch in my office here, dude. You're going to be like a couch surfer in Hawaii. Oh, dude. Not a surf you know, surfer. <laughs> it could be both. It could be both. I no, also but read... I think you'd love it. I mean, you should... I really... I always give a big shout out. I mean, you mentioned Evan Mock, obviously representing North Shore. Evan mm -hmm. Mock is, mm -hmm. you know, was born and raised here. And in the creative community, like I said, I go to Honolulu. I was at a, a, a like a, a little kind of creative thing last two weeks ago, which is really cool. Like... There is like a really awesome community out here. Yeah. Like of creators. Oh, and she's my friend, Ara. She, she, she's, she's really well connected. Maybe she could be a guest on your show, but like, yeah, just like, yeah. Like I feel like the New York creative community, everyone's like, oh, the LA or like, you know, mm -hmm. like, like finding these, like, you know, kind of these pockets. 
Yeah. yeah that have just a really and different unique point of view because the influences are so different you know right. it's like it's really it's i don't know it can be really cool to kind of see it yeah i want to check out your studio in the garage i heard that yes. you know having your 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 studio in the garage next to the tools no car i love that yeah, like I said, I mean, what is it, like how many businesses have started from the garage? Someone saying, well, at first it was my one of my Instagram was like when I was before we moved and I actually built out my office, I was literally like in this car park. So here you have like a car park. So it has like just a roof and no like and one wall and like two walls. And so I was like indoor outdoor. So like as I'd be like on calls, like a gecko would be like crawling on my shoulder or like a bird would fly in now i'm like actually have my little my little studio zone that i built out like i said my our little like my little recording creative recording studio here and um yeah it's been, yeah, been a trip. so any dude any i mean we've got i feel like we've this has been awesome but like is there anything you jotted down like specifically you, anything that we missed or you feel like no you got it all you got it all if you were to how we usually end off this off the show is um if you were to get a chest tattoo quote what would it be okay i'll go with what what's on my chest right now which is a ramdas quote which is becoming nobody we love that which becoming is probably completely opposite of going up which is completely opposite of having a vlog and coming on your show and talking about myself. But that's, again, we started with the idea of juxtaposition and irony and we'll end on that. Plug your socials. Where can people find you? Cool. So yeah, I'm just, ha uh, at Instagram's, you know, kind of my main hub, just Harry B, just H-A-R-Y-B. And then I guess like we talked about um, Casual Mondays um, on YouTube, it's just Casual Mondays TV. Um, and then, yeah, just check out my new agency, Bright Colors. Um, I'm in a building phase. If you're looking, you need help with your brand, check it out. Or if you're looking for a job, I'm, I'm always building. And um, yeah, I'd love to collaborate with you on something, Rashad, for work-wise. That's, 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 that's what I'm excited about. So thanks so much for having me. It was awesome. Thank you, Harry, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. And we'll keep the B anonymous. I've always wanted to know why they people call you Harry B. I mean, obviously for your last name, but it just like flows so well, you know? Yeah. I mean, it comes from the era of the BC boys. It was Mike D. So I was like, my, so it was like, I'm dating myself to like the early nineties, late eighties. It was like, you kind of just like, so that I give, a, that's the teaser or the giveaway or the, yeah. So yeah, I'm Harry B. My brother's Todd B. My dad goes by Prof B. My mom goes by Liz B. We, they've all adapted the B. Like we, it's my, I, I still obviously respect my ancestors, the Bernsteins, and I'll always be a Bernstein on legal documents, but Harry B everywhere else. It's so sick. Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.